Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our lives. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 304. And it's Tuesday, November 19th, 2019. We're back to our regularly scheduled time. We've got feedback. We've got content. We've got coffee. It's not fresh content. It's It's about to spoil. Fresh coffee. That's (laughs) what you call foreshadowing. It's about spoiled food, guys. (laughs) Uh, No, I've got a story about work relating to cleaning out the refrigerator. All right. Um, We've got some feedback. Someone sent us an email and uh, a new restaurant that they want us to review because I guess they were really impressed by our Rua 152 reviewer. No, it's the Rua reviewer. Yeah. And what else do we have? that's That's all I'm bringing to the table. What are you guys bringing to the table? Jeff brought coffee to the table. I did. Um, I'm bringing <coughs> myself to the table. All right. Well, we can start with the feedback. All right. Jason Beachy emailed us, mail at frenchpresspodcast.com. Uh-huh. And he said that uh, here we're looking for different places to leave, uh, to review, to eat at and review. And he said we should try East Main Kitchen. Where's that at? It is in Ohio, in Holmes County. So sometime when we're oh. on the road, all together. Hashtag pass- French Express. That's, that's why I responded and told him, well, maybe when we do the French Express, we can swing on in there. Uh, but J- Josh said that he works there part- sometimes. Sometimes he fills in there and works there. Oh, okay. Um, this must be a different Josh Beach than what I recall. I thought Josh Beachy was, lived in Harrison, Arkansas. Originally, I think you said Jason Beachy. I might have, but it was Josh Beachy. Oh, okay. Jason Beachy is also a person. <laughs> but he did not leave this review. I didn't realize he was a listener. feedback. Uh, no, sorry, Josh Beachy. Uh, okay. But I thought Josh was from Harrison, Arkansas. His family moved. Wow. Yep. States, I mean, all the all moving across several state lines. Yep. Wow. From Arkansas to Ohio, they made the big leap. They have left the south, crossed the Mason-Dixon line. And joined the North. Hmm. <laughs> so I don't know, Josh, if we will actually, when it will happen. Um, I think it could happen. It's it, definitely possible. There, there are possibilities. Um, there's also a possibility that we might do a review of that restaurant that Jeff to Jeff went to uh, up in Chicago. What was that called? Ooh, the, that the, place. That, that, the, the place that had the Michelin star. The three Michelin stars. Oh, yeah, three of them. Not one, not two, but three Michelin That's stars. That's Alenia. Alenia? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think we'll have to wait a while until we get our French press budget ramped up. Yeah, the, Speaking the budget of which, needs to be ramped a little I mean, bit. It's the holidays, right? <laughs> <sighs> yep. Holiday season. Tis guys, the season. There are packages coming in at work left and right. Right and left. I can only imagine that most of them are Christmas gifts. For a Christmas banquet. I highly doubt it. But it might not be the case. But I'm sure those are the packages that are coming to your home. Right. Listener. And what better way to instigate that package delivery than with a simple click of an Amazon button on the FrenchPressPodcast.com. Tis the season to smash the link. Click it and send some little... Nickels and dimes are away. A little kickback. So back. bookmark the Amazon link. And then if you have family members uh, that don't listen to the podcast but also shop on Amazon, send them the link too. Right. Or better yet, set it up for them. Yeah. Yeah, set up a Save bookmark. It. Save Share a bookmark. the link. Yeah. Sharing is caring. So anyway, so hopefully smashing we... is thrashed. <laughs> <laughs> no no joke. We did spend a lot of money when we went to Rue 152. Yeah, and it I was mean, all for you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was from Amazon, people clicking on the Amazon link. Like that, yeah. that's where that that's how we yeah. were able to to eat at Rue 152 and it's how we're able to sponsor our new equipment. It's also a, how we're able to sponsor trips like the much rumored French Express, mm-hmm. which is just a rumor for now. Yes. In yeah. order to, for it to become a reality, 
Leighton just has to not have a baby. Well, we all know that's that going to happen. Yeah, Leighton's not going to have a baby. We, we know, know that. We're, it's on its way. Uh, but, yeah, but you're, you're not, not, you're you're not, not having, having the baby. baby. Oh, I'm not having a baby, right. So I guess it's fine. Right. I don't... I can't. I'm not physically able. Um, so thank you, Josh, for the feedback. Anyone else have any feedback this week? <sighs> no. I didn't. I th- no. All right. It seems like feedback has been dropping, it's which okay. is which is okay. But it's also... Uh, makes us worried that you guys that we're doing everything so perfectly like we know we're not perfect people and so yeah it is true that's the only way that i know if i'm doing something wrong is if someone approaches you about it yeah like a, a, a performance like this is basically a performance review feedback is basically yeah. feedback is a performance review basically um <clears throat> anyway there is some other local news Ooh. Rue 152 is now on that food delivery app. Uh, oh. Uber, Uber Eats. Uh, is it Uber Eats no. or is it Dash? Uber Eats isn't DoorDash. I think it's DoorDash. Uber Eats isn't around Napanee area because I think Mishawaka has Uber, Uber but Elkhart doesn't so have Uber. So that's pretty exciting. Is there any other local news that has uh, come across the the press? I mean, some pretty, really, 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 really sad news. Yeah, happened just today. Well, I, I, that's not. I wasn't. I wasn't leaning towards. I that. know. I was wondering so, why you. Oh, that was sad. Um. So let's keep on going on. Okay. Uh, we're not capable of handling like that. That no. Um. But let's talk about things at work. Oh yeah. Let's talk about something that's not depressing. Like yeah. Work. A, f- a few. A few. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Wait. There's an oxymoron in here somewhere. Uh, yeah. A few weeks <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah. He's sitting right over there. Hey. Hey. Hey, Oxy. His name's Oxy, and he's a moron. Mm. Oh. Anyway. <clears throat> a few weeks ago, uh, across the work group chat, it was announced that. Get rid of stuff in the refri- your stuff that's in the fridge because we're cleaning it out today, November nineteenth or no yesterday, November eighteenth Monday. It is going to be cleaned out. They put uh, a poster or a sign on the fridge, taped it to. We have multiple refrigerators, taped it to both of them, and it was made clear that you need to get your stuff out of the refrigerator. I didn't have anything in the refrigerator. However, a few months ago. Um, a few months ago, I was looking in the refrigerator either to get some water or to get something, and I looked in, and I noticed a container in there with food in it that looked like mine. It looked like hmm. some kind of a chicken pasta. It kind of had a little bit of an orange, white, orangish uh, color to it, and I forget the name of the dish, but that's what it looked like, and I had had it you know, earlier that week. Um, we'd had it for dinner, and so I thought, you know what? I'm pretty sure that's mine. Uh, I must have brought it few days earlier and just forgotten about it because sometimes I bring lunch mm-hmm. and then we might go out to eat or if everyone is on time and not tardy we have pizza party and yep. so it could, it could have been a situation like that so I grabbed it and and I knew I had seen it in there like weeks earlier weeks or sorry no sorry I'm sorry I had not seen it in there weeks earlier but I had <laughs> seen it in there for several days earlier okay so I was like well no one else took it I'm pretty sure this is this is mine and I need to take it home because uh, and I'm not gonna eat it because clearly it's it's bad it's mm. spoiled already it's been a few days so I put it in my car this was over the summer mind you I put it in the car drove home and then uh, left it in the car Aww. and then the next day I took it into the house and said hey is this our I asked my wife is this is this ours and she said oh no that's not ours I'm like oh shoot oh, this is I awkward. almost stole the Tupperware and food that is now for sure spoiled so I took it back to work and I knew it was. The food was damaged already, so I just put it back in the refrigerator, and I assume that at some point, someone will recognize it, the right, the rightful person, and take it home. Mm-hmm. However, it's still there. It's there today. Even after they cleaned it out yesterday, it's still there. <laughs> it's, it is, it is, it, somehow it survived, because it looks like it's still good food. It doesn't look like it's a prodigal son that's been you know, out in the world and spend all his money and ha- be in ragged clothes without a haircut. It doesn't look like that. It looks fairly like it's not spoiled. But I promise you, it is spoiled. And Kendra, this is a PSA, co-worker Kendra, that 
dish needs to be taken care of. Not only is it using up valuable space. Wait, who's Kendra? I told coworker Kendra. Oh, coworker Kendra. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Coworker Kendra, who's the office manager. Right. And apparently manager and, of the break room refrigerators as well. Yes. Okay. It's <clears throat> quite a title. So, I hope it, hopefully the message gets to her and she can just don't throw it. I wouldn't throw it away because it's good, it's good Tupperware. It's good Tupperware. It's probably valuable. I'm sure, even if it's been tainted by some kind of food for now, probably more than uh, legitimately three months. Well, you can always uh, send Tupperware in and get it replaced if it's too bad. Oh, does, does Tupperware have like a lifetime warranty? Mm-hmm. Do you know the dish I'm talking about in the refrigerator? I don't. I don't either. Hmm. You guys never put your food in the refrigerator, do you? No. I feel like we should, tomorrow, if it's there, we should take a photo of it and post it on Facebook. And yeah. say, this is the Tupperware that has survived three plus months. Yeah. And legitimately, if I don't say anything, it'll probably stay in there until spring when the refrigerator is cleaned out again. And then it, even then it could still stay in there. And even then, as long as it looks... I wonder if we can set a record on how long food sits in a refrigerator. (laughs) I have a timer. This is going like live on the website. Like how long has the Tupperware (laughs) of spoiled food been sitting in the refrigerator? Just a live counter. It looks so normal as well. If it'd be more of a an eye catchy dish, I think it would stick out more in people's. It's never mind. caught my eye. See, it fits right in. You get you get water out of the refrigerator regularly, right? Uh, somewhat. Yeah, this is very much. This is a Honda Civic, uh, and you just you don't notice it. It's just it's just there, but you could it could run you over, and you probably wouldn't even notice. Yeah, it's mm. a vehicle. I think you'd notice if a Civic would run over your... Maybe not a Prius, but... So I feel like I, I've carried my share of today's podcast. Well Ooh. done, Ruben. So you've discussed spoiled food. <laughs> well done. What... What is... How, how is uh, the new house going, Layton? The new house is going. We're uh, getting settled in. We finally painted the master bedroom. And that took a bit longer than what we were hoping it would. Uh, Carrie wanted to wanted to try a unique design where um, we actually painted the ceiling uh, a light gray, mm-hmm. and we also painted like a foot down from the ceiling mm-hmm. the same light gray on the walls mm-hmm. all okay. the way around. So we have a. I'm gonna Google this, uh, or maybe I'll Pinterest it because I don't know if Google will bring yeah, it up. Yeah, it's it's definitely on Pinterest. Okay. It is so all over Pinterest. It's crazy. What would you? What kind of style would you call that? Ceiling drops and ceiling. one foot around the <laughs> one foot paint border. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Okay, keep on talking. I'll, I'll try it. Uh, so we, yeah, we painted uh, the ceiling and a foot down the walls, uh, a light gray, and then we painted the rest of the wall, lower than that foot, uh, a white. Mm-hmm. And because we made the mistake of painting the gray first, we wanted to make sure that like we went plenty. Plenty, we went down past that one foot mark, you know, a good amount with the gray when we, because mm-hmm. the gray was the first thing that we painted on, onto the wall and ceiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went down a foot plenty. We went like 15, some places maybe like even 20 inches down. Yeah. And because the paint that went on top of that was white, that gray that went below the one foot mark bled through quite a bit because it's, it's pretty dark. Yeah. So. We had to do three coats of white just instead of two. Uh. And so that just added quite a bit of work. Yeah. I found what you're talking about. Uh-huh. But it's bright colors, so it doesn't really... Uh, yeah, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't... It's very I've, dissimilar. I've seen that before. Ah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have that... That room is now officially painted. We are... As of last night, we put, like, the bed frame together and our box spring as well mm-hmm. because we had that split in half. Mm-hmm. To get uh, it down, to get it down the stairs of our old house. Uh, if we ever want to take that thing apart, ooh, <sighs> you know, I, I had to do the same thing at my house. I discovered something, <clears throat> um, and this is a good countermeasure. What happened? I basically found your house on Pinterest. No, come over here. It has the mason jars and everything. 
come in here. It's the it's that gray ceiling, and it's about like two and a half feet down gray, and then white walls the rest of the way. Ruben, that is the exact picture that my wife used is it? to tell me what she wanted to do. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, boy. oh wow. And you want to know what I searched for on Pinterest? Um, Weird Pinterest ideas for walls. Paint ceiling wall border same color. <laughs> Because I couldn't think of what <laughs> I'm actually shocked. This is the picture that that your wife found. That is that is that's one of two pictures that she always referred to when she was saying like, "This is what I'm thinking of." Ooh, is this this must be the other one? Oh, let me come see over it. here. I'm coming. All right, this one here actually looks better because it doesn't. It, the gray doesn't come down oh, as far. Word. Is it? No. Oh man, <laughs> that's not that's not one. All right. Well, for all our listeners out there, check out our Instagram. I'm gonna share this one photo uh, with you guys. So you can look at what we're talking about, right? It's yeah. Now, okay. It's not that difficult to picture. <laughs> well, but it's not, it's uncommon. It is uncommon. And even by your own admittance, you my, said it's it's not normal. my admittance. Or it's I'm forgetting. What's what you the said. value? <laughs> I, I have a question, a, a, a theoretical question. What's the value of following the very latest trend? Uh, in in any type of decorating or painting schemes or anything like that, <clears throat> because are you going to answer I'm, your own question, Jeff? No, no, I'm I'm adding context to my question. Oh, and the context is doesn't isn't going with the absolute latest thing. Like, how how do you know that that idea is actually cool enough to stick for a long period of time? The idea is not to make it stick for a long period of time. The idea is to simply follow what you think is the latest. Mm. It's it's all in 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 a in a ploy to add character and uniqueness. Yeah. Now say that again, Layton. It's not necessarily about trying to follow an idea that you think is going to stick. Okay. It's all about just trying to add character and uniqueness to your house. Even if it's not sustainable. Right. Because you can repaint in three years if you want to. Correct. And I wonder what the average repainting of, I don't think most people redo their whole house, but what's the average repainting of a room for, well, a, for a normal home? What about you? What about you, Ruben? Well, we, or are you not normal? I don't you, think you I'm don't normal. Normal. My uh, my house was painted uh-huh. uh, when I moved into it. Yep. And then when I was married and she, and, she and, and she repainted. And then when we moved into our new home, we repainted as we moved in. Now I don't expect to repaint anytime soon. I should hope not. But at home, my my parents' home, yeah, they would repaint probably every three years, seven years, hmm, five five years maybe. That's that's, 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 that's sounds about yeah. My 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 parents did the same thing. I don't no, my parents didn't do that. I mean, your no. dad was a painter to boot. Yeah, he did to boot. Um. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I guess we don't know what. That's something our listeners could give us feedback on. Maybe, maybe. How you're, often should you repaint? How often should you repaint? And do you have you repaint? When was the last time you repainted? And then the time in between that. Yeah. And the previous time. That's a, that's a good. About that's every good. every quarter to half generation. That's not nearly often enough. I guess what's your definition of a generation? Exactly. You know, I discovered. Uh, here's a really interesting thing: if you live in an old home, yeah, scrape some of the paint off of the wall, and you will discover what color the house used to be. Some cool trends. I discovered that in in, in an unfortunate way at my home. How did you oh. scrape the paint off the wall? Oh, it's actually off the ceiling, but oh. the ceiling used to be green. Green. Oh. Yeah, it was a nasty green. How what? How rich? I think that's two layers deep. It's a pretty rich green. I would say about the richness of um, of this brown here, like mm. it was a it was a, a, a like a hunter green, um, like a Notre no, Dame, a Notre like, Dame like a cross between hunter green, green and uh, sage, so more of a puke green, mm. huh. like a deep moss green. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sick. Oh, sick. So. If you come to my house, you, uh, bonus points for finding that spot where I scraped the paint. How did you? How did you, that happen, Jeff? You said it was kind of an accident. Well, 
<sighs> Projects. You know, Layton, this this couples with with um with your uh this this the story goes hand in hands with with your box spring situation at your house. Yep. Where you had to cut the box spring in half. Yeah. Because you you couldn't get it upstairs. Mm-hmm. Well, if the box spring doesn't fit, the mattress wouldn't fit, except for the fact that it's springy and can be smashed. Right? Wait, was your box spring made of up of actual springs? No. Oh, okay. Mine no, just, I don't know why they called it a box spring. I know. I think it used to have springs in it. Maybe. But now it's just a So anyways. Box. I I decided to avoid well actually, my wife had already already owned a full size box spring. Okay. And mattress. And we were like, uh we're not gonna sleep on a full size. We're gonna get a queen size at least or a king. Okay. And so, I tried. Wait, is a full smaller than a queen? Full is smaller than a queen. I tried hauling the full mattress upstairs, and discovered the box spring doesn't fit for a full size even. Oh. And dear. so I was like, "Well, we're definitely not getting a king." <laughs> right. And I wasn't sure about a queen. Like, what do we do? I knew you had cut the box spring in half and. Fold it in half, which is what I ended up doing with that box spring. Yeah. So that was a fun adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we decided to go with the queen uh, mattress, and we found a, a bed frame that doesn't require X box spring. Oh, sweet. So that solved that problem. But if a full size barely fits up the stairs, then a queen size, which is bigger yet, is going to, you're going to have to work pretty hard. Yes. To get it up the stairs. Yes. And should probably have some help. Well. Yes. You didn't. I didn't. Oh. And bit, what happened was two days before our wedding, I was, I moved in. Okay. And so I stayed there the, 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 like the night before the wedding and the night before that. And I was like upstairs getting ready to go to bed and I was tired but I wanted a good night's sleep, and I was like, I am not sleeping on the floor on a sleeping bag. This mattress is coming upstairs. Oh. Jeff, why don't you just sleep downstairs on the mattress? Well, I could have, but I was like, I bet you I can get this thing up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was the, it was the hardest thing I have ever done in my entire life. <laughs> and I moved a piano into our house with three guys. And it, it, I... It, I, I made it though. I got it. Wow. Well, I got did it. Did your wife help at all? No, she wasn't there. Well, she wasn't his wife. She wasn't his wife. Yeah. Not then. Oh, yeah. Okay. And what I ended up doing was kind of like folding it in half. Like, so so my stairway, uh, it has like this, you know, like any uh, any old stairway has like a thing where you whack your head. Yes. Yep. Yes. And it, and it's only about two feet long. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and so you can whack your head for about two feet of ceiling and then it goes straight up, and then there's plenty of room. So there's about a two-foot section that's just really tight for yeah. a mattress to fit through. Yep. And so I, I shoved the mattress up to that point, <laughs> and I slid the plastic that the mattress was in. Uh-huh. I put that underneath it. Had I thought better, I would have just left the plastic on the mattress. It would have slid better. But I was like, well, I wanted to slide, so I put it underneath the mattress. Okay. And then I, like, leaned onto the mattress to kind of start folding it in half yeah, so that it would go up. So it was shorter. Yeah. It would squat. So it would squat and kind of like yep. get up in there. And I got it I got it to like wedge in. I was like, perfect. <laughs> I'll just put the, the plastic underneath and just shove and it'll go. That didn't work. That did not. So I went to the other end and I pulled. Oh. And I was like, Oh it's no, stuck. it's stuck. It's just stuck. And it was like impossible to get up and down then because you had to like weasel through underneath the mattress. Yeah. And. <sighs> oh, and I'm guessing like the top, the top corner that's up against the, the steps. Yeah. It was probably catching. Yeah, it was catching, catching on the steps. On the steps. Yep. Yep. And so what I did is I pulled the plastic tight and I pulled onto the mattress and it actually went up there then. But. Oh, well done. It, I was about a quarter way in, and I was like, hold it, this is hard work. And this was the point where the paint started scraping. Oh. And the mattress was wedged in there so tightly that the, the, paint, the, from the, the paint from the ceiling was being scraped yeah. off. And so, anyways, 
Did you almost get like little chunks of plaster coming off too? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, long story short, uh-huh. I, I I ended up working it up about an inch and a half at a time. Wow. I pulled the top and then pulled the bottom and then pulled the top then pulled the bottom and like worked it up there. I bet you. How were long? Like, how long do you expect it took? About twenty minutes, twenty five minutes. Okay. Of solid pulling and pulling yeah. and pulling. Yeah. And, each and it was time, hard. Each time you had to like like finagle your way past the mattress to the other end. Well, no, I I just pulled it from the top. I tried pushing it from the bottom and that was just futile. So I just okay. pulled it from the top. And then after that was done, I had to lift the mattress up over the railing because the stairs goes up and then turns sharply to the right. That's much very close to how Layton's old house was. Yeah. yeah, it was very similar. Yeah. And I had to lift the mattress over the railing without leaning it too much onto the railing so that the railing... Because it's a weak, floppy yep, railing, so, isn't it? So that it wouldn't break yeah, off. Yeah, mine too. Mine and is the most, like, unsecure hmm, railing. Is that me? <sighs> no, that was me. Uh, anyways. Sounds like a cool voice ring. It is. Oh. Long story short, it's up there now. Well, I'm going to... And, um... I would be very strongly tempted to sell it with the house. Yes, do that. Because it's tough. Jeff, I ended up, I bought a Casper mattress several years ago in our old house. Back. Do you, do you like that Casper mattress? I actually love it. I, I like firm mattresses, fairly firm. <clears throat> and I, I love it. And they have, they have different softnesses and hardnesses, but yes, I, I love it. it. It comes shipped in a box that's probably about two feet wide um i don't know probably four feet tall and three feet long yeah like like pretty like they're smashed together it's it's smashed yeah it's smashed together fairly manageable yeah um i have a very small stairway that goes from where the garage was at in my basement Mm -hmm. up to the main floor yeah and then on the main floor there's a nice wide stairs that goes upstairs where my bedroom was. right right i didn't have a mattress that was opened and difficult to finagle and manage. I had one mm-hmm. that was in a box, and I almost died just getting it upstairs <laughs> in a box. I don't know how you. Did They're so it. heavy. I don't know how you did it with it being you know fully expanded. Unbelievable. Uh, but I, I was legit. I mean, I was so wore out that people. I, I was meeting some some people afterwards, and they could tell that I was just I was shot. Like I was. Yeah. I was wore out. Oh my. Yeah. At the point at which I got the mattress up there, uh, I was just like, <laughs> I could barely put the sheets on and just <laughs> flop into bed, and I was done. Yeah. Wow. But, but yeah, there there are certain mattresses, the the Casper mattress and uh, Purple mattresses that come packaged in such a way that you could just carry them up the stairs and then unfold them, and they just expand into normal size then. I have a traditional mattress, this generic mm-hmm. kind of like middle of the road mattress. Um, apparently, our music is going. I don't know why. Uh, but finish your story. Then we have another piece of feedback. Oh, Ooh, feedback! Oh, happy, good stuff. <coughs> um, no, I, I in the process of putting my box my box spring back together. I thought of a brilliant idea to counter a common problem. Huh? What happens to a mattress over time? It gets filled with, uh, you know, dead skin cells from your body. Yeah. And I think uh, insects find a home inside of it. And it starts to kind of sag. There. That's the problem I am oh, okay. looking for. It starts to sag, Ruben. I don't know what kind of mattresses you're buying, but you should probably stop because that's well, not necessarily normal. Listen, that's what you should think. If, if you're ever <laughs> thinking about buying a used mattress, that's what should go through your head. Dead skin cells or worse. Yeah. And insects. I think of all of the uh, disgusting like urine that that mattress has been set. Well, that's why I said or worse. Oh. Well... So urine yeah. is or worse. If a person were smart, they would get a waterproof mattress cover. Okay, anyway. But not everybody is that smart. You mean for yourself? Yeah, it, it like, it... <laughs> no, it's just like, it, it, you didn't, like I, 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 bought a, I bought a mattress brand new. It was a, a floor model. Actually, had a really good deal because it was the last one they had, oh, and job. they discontinued that line, so we got a cheap price. But anyways, uh, he said that if there's anything on the mattress, a stain, a tiny spot 
anything. If you spill anything on the mattress, the Just warranty is voided. The warranty is straight up voided. And so, as what warranty now, what? could you possibly have? You have the the mattress we got has a ten year warranty. Oh, but like to cover what? Like like it, like if if the springs sag, or or it rips or something like that, like we could get it replaced. Oh, okay. But if there's any stain. But if there's any stain whatsoever, straight like that, yeah, you're you're done. Hmm. So, anyways. Okay. All right. Well. Anyways, <clears throat> I found a, a good way to counter a common problem, the sagging mattress problem. As I was putting my box spring together, I obviously there's, there's three two-by-fours that are running vertically along my box spring. Mm-hmm. And I cut those two-by-fours in half so it folded in half. All right? Then when I'm putting it back together, I'm putting two-by-fours uh, along the, the exterior side. Mm-hmm. And the the two exterior sides, I'm putting a two by four on the inside of each of those, mm-hmm. and then I'm putting two two by fours, oh. uh, sandwiching the middle yeah. two by fours. Good. Does that all make sense? Yep. Kind of. Yep. All right. Well, if it doesn't to the listeners, I'm sorry. But now you could call this, you know, like a flaw in me putting it back together. But I did not put as I was screwing the the these two by fours back together. To make my box spring stiff again, mm-hmm. I did not. I did not smash. You did not. I had it under. I had it face down. The box spring face down. Okay. I was not really putting enough pressure. Yeah. On the on the two by fours that I was using to mend the splice. Yeah. To actually make it so that it was all flush. Yes. Yeah. And so what I'm getting is a. Box spring. I ended up with a box spring that's slightly bowed. When it's face up, it bows up slightly. Yeah, so it's like anti-banana. It is anti-banana or a banana that's flipped around. In that case, it would be a normal banana. A normal banana. But bananas (laughs) don't sit that way, so. Correct. Gravity makes bananas smile. Yep. Banana's the happiest fruit. Yeah. Um... So, I have an anti-banana mattress. It's a sad banana. <laughs> but a banana. It, bow, it, it, it bows up in the middle. Now, don't you feel it, though, when you're lying? I was afraid I would. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben, like, blinked. He, like, shrunk back a little bit when I snapped my finger. Um, I was afraid of that, but it's subtle enough. Either, either my mattress already had a sag in the middle. <laughs> oh, or... It, the bow was so slight that we don't feel it. It's very slight. But I have come up with a way to counter the sagging mattress in the middle. Mm-hmm. Because now the box spring that it lays on is bowed up. Now our mattress is pretty and much it, it was And it was saggy. I don't know. Okay. I, mean, I think it might have been. I, what? It's a pretty old mattress. Doesn't that mean that now there's going to be more body weight? Let's say your mattress wasn't actually sagged. Now that it's been anti-banana shaped, now it's going to have more weight pressing down in the middle. A little bit, slightly. And then it's going to, uh, it's actually going to sag. I think you'll, I you'll maybe every few, maybe every nine months, you can just add a shim at the center. Yep. Um, oh, or, or yeah. and maybe you'll have to unscrew it and then rescrew it. But to like slowly raise that center. No, I think what make I... Make the frown a little more uh, greater. Make the frown... Yes, make it bow up slightly yeah. more. No, I I think what I could do is just take like two sheets of cardboard, mm. two foot wide, and the length of the cardboard be the width of the mattress, yeah. and slide the two pieces of cardboard yeah, in the middle. That's better, and that would slightly raise it even more. Yeah. Have you ever tried the princess in the pea scenario with your wife? With the I I can't anything, Jeff. I can't tell you. I, I've done that so many times. I can't even count how many times I've done the princess and the pea thing. Refresh I have no, my I have no idea what that is. <laughs> you don't know what it is? You don't no. Know is. I, know the sto- I know the story, but I can't remember what it means. Like what? The story is... She... Story time with Jeff. Yeah. Wow. Launch. Once upon a time, there was we need, we need a prince sounds. that needed a princess to marry. 
I need someone to marry. And there were uh, all kinds of random people lining up at the door saying that they were princesses and the queen would not believe them. And so she decided she's going to put them to the test. A test. (laughs) And she took (laughs) seven mattresses and stacked them up. All of these mattresses. And put a P underneath the bottom one. Stack it. <laughs> These are Caspers. And and before before she let the princesses meet the prince, Love she the would uh, have them sleep on the bed. Ah, and go to sleep. <laughs> and then she would ask him in the morning, "How was your night?" And they would say, "Oh, it's fine." And oh. so she'd say, "Okay, see you later. Yeah, Get out of here." You're not eligible. And one time there was a girl that came that was like, kind of, I don't know. She's like, "Oh, this can't be a princess," but. We'll, we'll try this anyways. Right. And so she put her in the bed and said, yeah. you know, spend the night here. Good night. And then she Good asked night. her in the morning. Casper night. <laughs> she asked her in the morning, uh, how was your sleep? And she said, well, it was fine, but there was a a stone in my bed. Oh. Ooh, I thought it was just a pee. Really? Yeah. And so that's how she knew that she was a princess. <laughs> so basically, uh, that's, that's how she knew she was a princess because she felt a pee through seven mattresses. Hmm. What's I, okay? Now I do remember that story. So now the story is, but that's a ter- That's actually a terrible story because that that means in order to be a princess, you have to be so extra, so sensitive, snooty, fragile. that you can't overcome a pebble underneath seven mattresses. What yeah. if? No. What if that person? That they decided, oh, she's a princess. She could have been the opposite. She could have been like an extreme dirty peasant that happened to have a stone like no, stuck between her no, toes. No, because yeah. in, in folklore and in myths and fairy dragged tales, it into the bed with her. All mm-hmm. those kinds of stories, it, it, it and and it's straight up across all cultures. All of them. Historically, uh, beauty was equated with royalty. Uh, if somebody was ugly, they weren't royalty. If somebody was beautiful, they were. Yeah, but beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And it's also... Not in folklore. Not in folklore. Not in folklore. You know what this story makes... Or go ahead, Jeff. Sorry. No, that, that that's it. What it makes me... <clears throat> we're talking about story time and, like, uh, children's stories. Soon, Layton's going to be a dad. I think before you are a dad, Layton, you uh-huh. should give us an outline of... The rules of parenting, Ooh. or or something like what? Tell me, give me expound on the uh, the wisdom pre pre father before yeah. you're a father. Compile got, all the answers are there. Compile all the things that everybody in church does wrong with their kids. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah, we could call them dad talks. Dad, dad talks. talks. And I want to I want to talk about like movies and keep it like when they're this is a baby yeah so like let's stay in the toddler stage okay but like uh, movies story time bedtime eating like what what's your like where do you draw the line like they're this not, is this is not okay they're not gonna watch any moving pictures until they're at least thirteen <laughs> and then PG thirteen or at then at that point no only pre approved after that. Still, what else would you do? Like, is there any other way? Good. This is the one I was hoping <laughs> okay, for. Okay, good. <laughs> so I don't know if you're prepared now, because I just sprung it on you. No, I but mean, it was I, something I was thinking about. I, okay. I, I think I think this is a, a big enough thing that you should have a list that you bring to the podcast next week, and you share the list. It can be a simple. Ten things. Ten things. Eight things. And maybe we'll have some questions for you as well. And then we will immortalize that list. What does that even mean? Oh, you're going to save it on a Google Drive. By putting it on the show notes. <laughs> oh. So bring it in in, in a, a digital format. Digital format so that Ruben can just copy paste. Good. Yeah. And then I, we might have some questions as well. Uh, I don't feel free questions. to mention I, names. You can... <laughs> feel free to mention the specific people that do this. What are we going to call the bad parent? 
We oh. need to have a generic name. Well, um, similar to Willie the Welder. I, I got it for you. This is something that my dad... Peter, Peter the parent. No, uh, no. Pedro it, the bad parent. You're close, but no. This is something that my dad and my aunt uh, did along with my mother and uncle. There's the PP and the LP. The PP is the perfect parent. The perfect parent. The LP is the lenient parent. Oh, so Ooh. lenient automatically means terrible. A terrible parent. So this is in the eye of the parenting, like from the PP's perspective. Well, but the, what about the SP? Is the SP what's not the SP? A, the strict parent. That's the PP. The PP is the strict parent. Oh, I see. The perfect parent is the strict one. I see. That makes sense. So you can never be. Is it possible to be too perfect? No. Oh. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, this is, I mean, this it was a joke between my <clears throat> parents and aunt and uncle. Uh, but but it seems that each couple has an LP and a PP. Ah, I see. There's uh, the strict <coughs> one and the lenient one. I think it's very, I mean, it was very normal from all the parents that I observed. Anyway. <sighs> well, I think we about you know I think we had a long enough episode. Yeah, maybe we can wrap it up. We need to wrap it up because my phone's about to die. Oh, 100%. Well, before it does, Layton, what's the point? Well, we haven't covered the coffee. Oh, <sighs> you're right. The coffee. So wow. Well, let's try. It. You've been drinking this coffee all. Oh, along. Or if we're gonna start this, Ruben, do you have an iPhone charger? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, quick, give it your rating and then be done. <laughs> quick, give it your rating. <laughs> I've got a cord. That's all I need. I'll plug into your computer. Is it long enough? That one percent. Is this long enough? We gotta hurry though, because my computer is at twenty-two percent. Fliegen And it's not charged or plugged in. All right, the coffee, Jeff. The coffee. Yeah. So, what do you think? Yeah, I've been sipping at it, and it's enjoyable. I. Is it flavored? It's a good question. You know, normally I've got such an uh, acute sense of taste that... I don't think it is. I'm just ba- baffled right now. I don't think it is flavored. It's very earthy. Or it, it's, it's, earth. it's very earthy. At first I thought it was flavored, but I... Man, I think it's that fake flavor where it's kind of has a... Fake earth. Yeah. Faux earth. Mm-hmm. It's got kind of that well-rounded... Um, not I mean flavor to it, where it almost feels like it could have some chocolate to it, could have some mm-hmm. some sweetness. But I think you're right. I don't think I think it's not flavored. Alas, <gasps> it's flavored. It is. Oh. Wow, subtle. The unflavored today's flavor. coffee is from Main Street Roasters. Go check them out on their website. Uh, oh, hold on. Is, is this a holiday flavor? A holiday flavor. Whoa. This is a subtle holiday flavor. It's a very subtle holiday flavor. Have a very and I'll explain to you why holiday. it's so subtle. Can I get take a guess? Yes. Because it is turtle, and it's got like some walnuts in it and some little bit of chocolate. Pretty close, but not quite. You want to take a whack at it, Lee? Is it Christmas coffee? Um, it's holiday. I knew it. <laughs> Man, I'm good. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's the <laughs> the flavor is fireside marshmallow. And my theory, That's what I said, my theory is that it doesn't taste as flavored because marshmallows are just sugar, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Like with a very uh, slight, like eartheny, burnt taste because of being roasted. Yeah. And so it it's a very good complement for coffee that's not a strong flavor. It's not definitely not a strong flavor like last week's coffee no, was. No, oh, no, no. My word. Last week was so loud. Such a loud flavor. And due to this, I'm going to give it a four because I I like it. I, I have to give it a four as well. It really, I, I can't tell that it's flavored. It's really good. Okay, good. I thought maybe it was just me, Jeff, but I'm glad to... Like, I was going to give it a three, but you know what? I actually I actually really like it. I do too. There's, there's a, a, a thing in my mind that's saying, Duh! Uh, Duh! Smash it down to a three! Yeah. But... I just have to say, you know what? It's a four. It's you a solid what, four. At some point, you just have to be honest, even if, I mean, I don't want it, yeah, I don't want it to give it a four. I don't want it to be a four, but it is. I uh, I listened to that thing in the back of my head that said, you know, smash it down to a three. So I gave it a three. You I'll just don't it like it? It's it's okay. I don't hate it. It doesn't it's like okay. jump, It doesn't jump out at me as like, 
Wow. And it's also not disgusting. Like, it's it's no Das Bog. <laughs> There's only one Straight Das up. Bog. Yeah. And it ain't this one. Let's, we need some ideas we're going for a the, t-shirt for the, a Das Bog t-shirt. <sighs> from our listeners, not no, from yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. No. Feedback. Oh. <gasps> Hey, yeah, yeah. A coffee-themed T-shirt would be great for yeah. our next uh, French Fest, whenever that may be. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, like, are we gonna give them any kind of like guidance? Yeah, as far as how this shirt be- should be designed. Like, do we want the text "Das Bog" in the design? No. Do we want? I think it should no. be something like, like a picture. Like, that how bad represents. is your coffee, or where does your coffee take you, or something along that line. Ooh, where does it take? It you? should be a little bit more generic, not calling out a specific kind of coffee, but it should have some reference to uh, either rating coffee or ranking it or deciding how good it is. What if? Uh, hold hmm. on, let me let me. Uh, how do I s- sort uh, the coffee? Yeah, it should be sorted. Okay, so so you can do favorite brews. So there's the favorite brews okay, is sorted favorite. by, is sorted rating. by rating, with best at the top, and then by name after that. All right. So and so the bottom is das bog das bog straight wow. up. Wait, is it? Oh yep. yeah. So it's oh, yeah. Sumatra Ma- mandling mandling by das bog. Uh, so say, <clears throat> what wow, if Christmas they... candy cane is down there? Wow. Well, we didn't have it with sugar, remember? We just yeah. had it just straight up black. What if uh, they would... I'm thinking for this T-shirt design. What if they had five stars on a T-shirt? <clears throat> and at the top, above the five stars, it, it says, like, uh, the, the question of, like, how good is your coffee? And then on the one side, above the, the, the first star, it says something like, it says like Das Bog. Das Bog. And then oh, on the other side, okay. it says Costa Rica. It says, yeah, uh, Cafe Naranjo. Well, both, or, the, both of the top coffees, wait, which are the top coffees? Are well, there's Cafe Naranjo and uh, Costa, Costa Rican, Rican and the Guatemalan and the organic single origin medium roast. Who, who it's from in life, life Boost. But the top, the top two are both Costa Rican coffees. Is the Cafe Naranjo is, is from is Costa Rica. From, it's from Aldi, that. isn't it? The cafe, which, one? No, which one? The Naranjo is actually st- no. straight from Costa Rica. No, no, no. The organic one. The organic yeah. single origin really? roast. I think yeah. that that Life Boost coffee is from Aldi, I think. If, yeah, if I, my I, believe, me right. I believe that's right. Okay. That's crazy. We have a five star from Aldi. Yeah, they're shocking. They're German. They make good cars and they have good coffee. See, an Aldi coffee. Um, but I'm, I'm open. That's a good idea. Yeah. But I think it would be great to have other, I'd be open to hearing other ideas as well from right. our listeners about a t-shirt relating to coffee. I, I, I like, Layton, I really like what you're describing. I think it needs to have a little bit more, uh, zhuzh to it that says, zhuzh. that makes people look at it and say, oh, that, that's funny. Yeah. Or, or something like that. I agree. I, I, I thought of a design, but I can't say it on air. Yeah, don't give them your ideas. Okay. Say it for yourself. It's got to be either that, either the, the, the funny factor, or it's got to be something that instills uh, loyalty in the heart of our listeners. Like our shirt, your vote counts, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's, that's a perfect shirt. All right, well, what's the point? The point is, Ruben, <clears throat> that uh, feedback is basically a performance review. Mm-hmm. Wait, did we go over the uh, the feedback that we just got? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we received a message via Instagram, and an, it's an Insta a, message. Yeah, it's a video, and I'm gonna play it for you because it has to do with the sound. Does that sound familiar? It does. It does. Someone stole our song and put it on an ad for. I think being a nurse? I'm not even sure. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so this was submitted by a listener. Um, oops. No, I can't How even dare they? That's it. our royalty-free music. <laughs> can't use our royalty-free music. What is this? These are my eye drops. Eye drops. Anyway, it was sent by Patrick Schrock, and he said he was scrolling through Instagram and heard a familiar sound. <laughs> That's uh, quite interesting. Uh, 
Oh, that's hilarious. Hey, our music's back in. Yeah, it was untrending. We've for a while. we've used it now for how many years? And it's... Yeah. I think I heard our our music also used <clears throat> in uh, Menards. Yeah, in a, a Menards yeah. ad. Yeah. I. Yeah. Personal opinion. On YouTube. I hate when podcasts change their music. It can't. Yeah, it shouldn't happen regularly. It should happen very maybe uh, once every five years. The art of manliness yeah. changed their their theme music, and I hate their new theme music. I, I went. The old one similar, was like so great. I went through a similar thing with um, Irish Sports Talk. No, no, actually, we actually eliminated our music. Oh, so you just we just go right in. Like, it's just us hey, talking. Hey, welcome to Irish Sports oh, Talk. We're, we're the we're brand more, building. We have we're an more ins- upbeat. We have an insane <clears throat> stat to tell you about today. It's gonna blow your mind. You should at least play the fight song. <sighs> what happened? Here's what happened. Um, Wait. At some point, I'm blaming Audition again. Oh. At some point, it lost the opening tracks. Oh. And it was too much work for me to go in and add them back. Too much work for the what it was going to do. Right. Yeah. No, I have an idea. Like, at the beginning of every uh, every episode, you and Randall should, like, like uh, you start recording, and the first thing they hear is you and Randall going... And like you guys are slightly off sync a little bit. It's like Irish words talk, and then you just go into it every single episode. Every single one. It'd be different every time. Yeah, it'd be unique, but it still have that that similar flavor. Right. You like everyone knows. Like I'm listening to the Irish words talk thing. Anyway. You were saying, Jeff, that you hated that the Art of Manliness changed their intro. Yeah, yeah. I, it also bugged me. The Blaze does it quite regularly. I think about every two or three years, it feels well, I, like. And it always takes me about half a year. Ra- radio to shows actually... do that even more often. Oh, well, maybe, yeah. that's, maybe that's where it is. I don't even listen to radio shows. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of, of um, Casey, Kent, Casey Hendrickson and, yeah, The Blaze. Yeah. 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 All right. Was there any other point? <sighs> yeah, I got like. Three more. Who oh, knows wow. where those will take us? <laughs> oh boy. Where did these points Several take rabbit you? Trails oh later. boy. All right. Point number two: spoiled food looks like a prodigal son. Uh, point number three: mattresses and stairs don't mix. And point number four: or the the the, the phrase or worse apparently means urine. <laughs> and what's our word of the week? Word of the week is. 